DJ and PK, it's time to talk Aggie football with Utah State football coach Gary Anderson. He joins us on the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Coach, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Good. Now, I know you never play the perfect game, but did you have to work harder to find mistakes to talk to the guys about to clean up to keep them improving? Because on the service, that looked, that looked pretty good. Oh, <laughs> there's always plenty to to clean up and uh, great teaching moments when you win and you can teach. Obviously, um, so we'll take advantage of those. But you know, I thought the the team played hard, and the th- one of the biggest things we need to realize now is that we need to have complete games. Um, and we need to have all three phases really contribute in a positive way. And that doesn't happen every snap, every moment, every drive. But, uh, you know, moving forward in the teams that we're playing, Air Force this week obviously is the task at hand. You know, all three phases need to continually work to improve and continually work to absorb their game plans and then be productive uh, consistently on Saturdays um, if we're going to continue, you know, winning football games. And so it was, it was good games, great to get the win. Um, you know, I thought we had some kids step up in all three phases and do some very positive things. But, uh, you know, lots to work on, like you mentioned. It's great, great time to teach, as it always is, uh, after victories. What is your assessment of Gerald Bright's assessment that the offense didn't play well? The offense needs to play better. Um, if we're going to put ourselves in the position to, you know, do what we want to do again, like it sounds like a broken record here, but it's just in, in those moments. You just, just take our three conference games and we sit down, and at the end of the day, that's uh, our goal every day is to play well in conference games and compete for championships and play meaningful conference games in the, in the month of November. I mean, that is our number one goal. Um, and we need to, when the game is tight in those scenarios, those situations, we need to play better on uh, offense. And, you know, that doesn't mean our defense is lights out every single snap, but uh, there's plenty to improve on there. But you know, offensively, we expect to be a, you know, a machine that, uh, you know, puts up points, stays on the field. One of the biggest things that we have to improve on, it's not overall points. It's not, you know, yes, there's a drop ball here that we can play better at this spot. We can protect better. We can throw it better. We can run the ball better. The bottom line is 15 of our 17 drives in the last game were, one minute, were under two minutes. Um, that's not good. That's not helping your defense. That's not helping your football team win games. And that's something that we need to look at and we need to stay on the field uh, more and get the defense a chance to breathe, not play as many snaps. And I understand we're a pace offense, but a pace offense is a detriment to the team when you're out there for less than two minutes, 15 or 17 drives. That's not do- – and that, to go back to the LSU game, it wasn't much different. So we have to improve in that area. It will cost us and it will cost us games. So part of the problem is you score too quick too. I mean, Gerald's not going to take uh, a if, knee. If after... that was the problem when the yeah, if that's, if that's the problem in the first half, we're scoring too quick. Then I'll go ahead and I'll take that. Um, but that's not the case. You know, consistently on offense, we have to be able to. Now later in the game, it was in the fourth quarter that was the case. We were scoring very quickly on offense and having big plays. But like I say, we need to do that more consistently. So, um, you know, it's it's not. It, it's just opportunistic times, and it's, it's simple to sit here and say, hey, just you know, connect the dots, put the pieces of the puzzle together, what have you, wherever it may be, it, it, we need to, to get that done um, to be able to, again, contend. And we could all hide from it and say, well, it's okay and it's all just going to work out, but that's not what coaches do and that's not what competitive players do. They come in and fight and they want to continually get better, and that's what all three phases should be doing today, and, and we will. We'll walk out there at 2 o'clock on the practice field and we'll, we'll grind to get better and, and uh, make good 
better, hopefully, and make average uh, good. And that's that's our goal as we walk into practice. Jordan Love's interception to touchdown ratio isn't very good this season. You talk about making average look better and all that stuff. What needs to happen there? Well, it's the whole crew. Um, absolutely, yeah. There's there's three opportuni- oppor- opportunities. Excuse me. In in the uh, really the first two drives of that football game, that uh, if we connect, two of them are touchdowns, um, and we didn't connect, so they're not touchdowns, but. They're there. There's another one where we, uh, you know, clip heels and we're, we're wide open again if, if, if things work out. So we get two of the three of those, which those are technically layups, really, if you will, at the end of the day. We need to make those plays. Um, there's some drop balls that uh, we have to be able to make. There's some protection issues that we have to be able to get cleaned up. And then the other thing is we need to get rid of the football. You know, there's times when we need to get back there. We need to get our progressions, and that's all of us. That's that's uh, the receivers breaking it off so Jordan has the confidence to get the ball out to him. That's Jordan seeing it and ripping the ball. Jordan sitting back and, you know, feeling great about, hey, set hut, I got the snap, let's go. And, uh and 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 just you know play looser I think is another thing that can really help us. So Jordan is uh, he's a great quarterback, and we're looking for him to do great things and, and lead us to a position to be able to win games. And this week we're going to play against an aggressive defense that will give you some things, but you better take advantage of them because it's going to close off very very quickly as far as the way they they get after you when you throw the ball and they're an aggressive defense that plays very hard. They showed that every game this year, and they showed it every game last year from what I've seen. So did Scarver wreck everything as he returned his last kickoff now? They're not kicking Did anywhere near him. Are they going to kick anywhere near him the rest of the way? He's returned his last kickoff. Uh, yeah, um, probably not. You know, I mean, he's he's special. But what he does when he gets his hands on the ball back there. But you know, I mean, there's there's sometimes when you just uh, you kick it deep and you don't think he's going to do it. And people have done that a couple times, and he brings it out when it's you know five yards deep, four yards deep, uh, maybe sometimes even seven or eight yards deep. So. Yeah, he makes good decisions, and I think it's important to point out the other kids around him did a tremendous job. You know, the special teams player of the game this week for us is that whole kickoff return unit. Um, and Savon would be the first one to say, yep, let's give it to all those guys. And obviously he's included in that, but uh, there's some great blocks and just a, a great buy-in from those kids to say, hey, if we just, just get on this guy and give him a crease, he's going to hit it for a big-time play, which he did again. So I don't suspect many people will kick to him. Uh, I think there's enough proof now to show that He's uh, he's special at what he does, and he's fun to watch. I know, Gary, this is none of your concern, and you're probably not even thinking about it, but Troy Calhoun of Air Force made a comments a couple of weeks ago about maybe the conference not being a good fit. I mean, they've been a staple in the Mountain West for since day one. Have you heard anything to what he was talking about, alluding to? No, I've never even heard that, actually. He said that after a game? Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. I don't, it was kind of crazy. I don't know. It was after the Fresno game, and I just, I just, I mean, obviously we follow the Mountain West. I was just wondering yeah. what what was up with that. Yeah. I maybe I might know. have heard I something. I, I, I think all of us in in uh, Utah that have a past in Utah and the WAC, and yeah. now the Mountain West would all say that the uh, Air Force is a natural and a great right. fit for our conference. So, um, don't really look forward to playing that option stuff. But hey, that it's kind of it's 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 uh, the coach. You look at it and been doing this for a long time and in the very similar conference different names but it's very similar um they're a great 
they're a great fit in this conference, what they bring. And you know, our kids are going to go there. They haven't been there before. It's a great atmosphere to go and, and uh, you know, play in a game. And yeah, the little things, the planes flying over, just being there on in the academy and all the things that come with it, playing against those guys, I think they're a great fit for our conference. Yeah, you know, I've been over there many, many times, and you always felt like you're at some place different when you're on that campus. No doubt. I, I agree 100%. Our kids that have been there would, would, would share that too. And it, it's, uh, you know, I haven't been there for a while, so I'm looking forward to it. And this uh, playing against a really good team who plays the way good Air Force teams do. Is your defense built? I mean, it's always a different kind of test. Is your defense built, you think, to handle this? Well, I, you know, we're going to go in and have the scheme that uh, we play and show them, hopefully show them some different looks that uh, they've seen and haven't seen. Uh, Personnel-wise, you know, I think we've got some opportuni- opportunities to, uh, you know, match up fairly well as far as good against good. And this is the thing about this Air Force offense that is different is there's there's truly weapons in the throw game. I mean, truly weapons that are real weapons. And it shows up every single week. And a quarterback that's made very, very good decisions, a couple quarterbacks have made very good decisions and um, within the throw game, within the run game, and then their, their wings, their you know, option guys, their pitch guys, if you will, in simplest terms, are very fast. Um, fullbacks, big and physical. Offensive line is is uh, much bigger than I remember back in the day. It seems like they used to be, you know, 260, 270, to maybe 280. Um, and uh, they're big boys now that uh, move around and um, they they must fly in cargo planes or something because they're big dudes. So and they're and they're good athletes. So I think that Troy and his staff have done a tremendous job of recruiting on offense, defense, and special teams. And this is this is one of those Air Force teams you look at and say, you know, they're they're really good in all three phases. But this offense is is just clicking, which you can see the last couple of games they scored. I think um, every time they get the ball in the first couple three drives, they just crank her down the field and knock out points and away they go. So difficult challenge, but we'll get them matched up with our best guys on their best guys and see what happens. I think one of the hallmarks of a good program is consistency. You look what Kyle no has doubt. done for many years at Utah and you, and you know what you're getting. It's virtually every game, you know, and I, and I look at like BYU the other night, and I'm sure you, at least cursory, you're obviously playing at the same time, but you're going to have to play Boise later on. And, and they come up with this phenomenal effort that I don't think I had seen this year, even in their victories, and it led them to a big upset win. How do you go about making sure, from a coaching perspective, that you have that level of consistency that you need to be successful virtually in every game? You know, that it is a tremendous, tremendous challenge, and that's something that, you know, one of our major goals here is, is to do that year after year after year, and it's, uh, you can sit and talk about it, and it, but it's the core of your program, um, in my opinion. It obviously goes to recruiting, and has to do with injuries, it goes to all the stuff that comes with it. You have to overcome many, many different things to be able to be, a, you know, a consistent football team, um, and we're looking forward to grinding over the years and um, the year at hand is the most important year obviously for the seniors and the fans and everybody that's involved but consistency is something that you want to be very prideful of as a program Um, and what consistency to us is basically again getting to those words of saying that you're playing meaningful games in the month of November Um, that means you consistently getting to things that matter late in the year does it always mean you win a championship no does it mean you're playing good football 
it must because you're playing you know games that uh, are high impact games late in the year so uh, that's that's where we want to be that's where we want to continue to work to get into that position and you know if we can get a couple more we'll definitely be in that position to be playing those meaningful games late in November um, how you do that I think it's just you just grind through your core of your program you know you have your ideas your beliefs your thought processes and um, sometimes uh, you know you, you get a fortunate role but I think a lot of those times those fortunate roles come through the hard work and the dedication and you get rewarded for your hard work sometimes so you got rewarded for the hard work Saturday night and you're playing in a conference mm-hmm. where if you're playing meaningful games between Logan and Boise and Laramie and Fort Collins I should throw Colorado Springs in there too you're going to play a lot of bad weather games and they no sometimes <laughs> have you know they require a different mentality sometimes they, they, the games just play out differently do you draw a lot on how soundly you beat Nevada going forward or is there a lot of that you know the offense has got to be better and the drives aren't long enough and you really aren't drawing that much much confidence from it well i think you look at i think you look at the whole picture and if you're going to sit back and just run away from what is good or run away from what is bad and not communicate it to your team then you're not being a real coach um i think you're you know you're you're just you're sitting there and hoping it'll all work out so having those discussions of where we need to get better kids know having those discussions where we're playing well kids know um they absolutely do and that's like looking at a film and uh, you're not playing hard as a football team and uh you know, you don't talk about their effort. You know, you have to be able to communicate about those. So this this crew of kids, they're they're not afraid to listen to what um, we believe as coaches is good and bad and indifferent and great. Um, we do it every single week. We do that in our in our champions meeting. We do that when we win. We do that when we lose. Um, we do it after practice. So I think you have to discuss it. You have to look at it and see. But as far as bad weather goes, you know, we've had a couple games that this last game was not bad weather. When it was bad, bad warming up weather, it was you know bad two hours before the game. But we came out and it was it was cool. Um, but it was uh, some snow on the on the ground, some ice, but it went away and that was good. The, the Colorado State game was very difficult. I think that you know as you match yourself, you are so very correct that bad weather games. As you go through time, you better look at them, be able to exist, offense, defense, and special teams, and play a good team game in that setting. And sometimes that requires you to play a little bit slower on offense. And, you know, those are things that you evaluate in the offseason. I think if we look back and say, hey, who are we? What are we going to be? How can we best recruit ourselves to, again, get ourselves to be what we talked about just a few minutes ago, which is a consistent program? It's not, you just don't want to be a flash in the pan and be a great team here and then be an average team for two or three years and then come back and be a potentially a great team again. And you want to be consistent. And um, that's what we're trying to get so within that consistency how much can you tap into emotion i think emotion in football is uh built throughout the year game day emotion is overrated um me and i think if you have a team that comes out and you know you always oh well you started slow were you flat were you not excited all that stuff is built before the year um there is no rah-rah speeches there is no you know kumbaya let's go do that i don't i don't believe in any of those things i believe that is done throughout the year and yeah do we tell the kids to let's go do this thing and bond together and enjoy every moment and you only get 12 of these guaranteed and all those things that we talk about those things are important that we talk about but it's not you know yell and scream and punch yourself in the face before a game as a coach to get a kid excited to play that doesn't matter it doesn't make any difference it doesn't make kids play harder it doesn't make them better you know ultimately your teachers your coach you coach with the motion during the week and I tell our kids all the time you know our game day for our coaches is today tomorrow and the next day 
and then we clean it up on Thursday for a pregame. But that, those are our game days. Our game days as coaches are not Saturday. So if we're sitting there, we're different on Saturday than we are uh, Tuesday. It's because on Tuesday and Wednesday and Monday, those are our game days. We better be right on top of things in that moment and uh, get the kids prepared to go have their game day. So emotion better be carried through every game, all 12 weeks. Um, it's something that you learn in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, and then you execute it in September, October, November. Gary, we appreciate a few minutes, and we'll be watching that Air Force game. That should be a good one. Thanks a lot. It will be. Two very good teams playing. Appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Go Aggies.